Hey, y'all, it's Dr. Ridge. Welcome to Quit Proof. Wow, it's already March. I can't believe the first two months of the year have already blown by extremely fast, at least in my world. And uh, from a lot of people I'm talking with, I tell you, this year is just zooming by. And uh, it's already 81 degrees here in uh, southern sunny Nevada. So that tells me that the summer this year is going to be a scorcher. So I just need to uh, get mentally prepared for it and also plan on spending more time in my southern Idaho home to escape the heat. Since it, since it is so warm, and this episode is going to be a little bit longer than most that I post, I've got me a nice tall glass of iced tea. And so if you hear me stop and take a drink from every now and then, uh, I just hope you've got your favorite beverage and are able to do the same. Well, today I'm going to cover 15 insights to overcome your fears, doubts, and apprehensions of working on your self-improvement. But before we get into the 15 ways, let me ask you, is fear holding you back? Have you spent much time consciously working on yourself or have you allowed fear to stop you? Have you made plans to develop personally only to be held back by doubt and self-apprehension? Sometimes the fear of uncovering the real you is enough to miss out on the opportunity of being the real you. Fear, doubt, and apprehension all combine to create profound self-doubt, and sometimes that self-doubt even spirals into self-sabotage. Not only are we not working to improve ourselves, we're actually working on making our situation and, and, and our self-improvement worse. Now, it's important that you deal with it constructively. You have to overcome that doubt, those apprehensions, and the fear, and move on. Take positive action. If you allow your fears to hold you back from working on yourself, that in itself is an act of self-sabotage. So every time you're tempted to do nothing, just remember, you're not staying where you're at. You're moving behind. You're losing time that you can never get back. It's not that you got to make up for a day. It's now you got to do two days worth of activity. You got to make up for the day you didn't do anything and the activity of that day. Now, let's go back. Children are full of hope, and when you were a child, you probably believed that you could do anything, and more than likely, you were the closest you have to being your true self. I mean, being a kid, uh, our innocence, our, our, our lack of knowledge and taintedness, it allows us to be more of our true us. It allows us to be more in touch with ourself and our spiritual being, with God, our creator. It's only as we grow older that we feel more pressure to fall in line with everyone else's opinions, expectations, and beliefs. The older we get, the harder it becomes to be ourself until you reach that age again where you stop caring. And <laughs> that that's where I'm at now. I, I'm 60 about to turn 62 in a, in a few weeks. And I, I can tell you, I, I'm really, I, I, I've been telling my clients and I've been speaking on really not caring what other people say or think about you. But I can honestly say 
I'm at that point. I'm going to be me. I'm going to do the things that God wants me to do. I'm going to do the things that I want to do. Now, you, you can't wait for that moment, though. You have to make that moment come to you. So let's overcome your fears, doubts, and apprehensions about working on yourself. Your self-improvement is extremely important. So let's jump right in to the 15 insights to overcome your fears, doubts, and apprehensions of working on your self-improvement. Number one, live with purpose. Live with purpose. If there's one way to override doubt, fear, and apprehension, it's with purpose. It's with having a purpose. Your doubt might actually be a symptom of your lack of purpose. I mean, we, we hear the, the different, it's said different ways about sailboats being tossed, boats being tossed to and fro in the ocean. And if you don't have direction, if you don't have the right sail, you're just going to get tossed to and fro and, and all of those things. Well, there's actually a lot of truth to it. And remember this, the why of what you do is important because the why of why you're doing something, the why of your purpose is what provides you with momentum. It's your energy. It's your fuel. It's your stick with itness. If you hone in on that why, this will help you weather any rough road you encounter. From here on out, when you feel self-doubt creeping in, check your purpose. Check your why. Remember that why. Meditate on that why. If not, fear, doubt, and apprehension can be crippling. To start overcoming your fears, doubts, and apprehensions, again, find that purpose. Remember the why. Determine your values and get to know yourself. That's all part of the personal development process, which we're going to go into in another series right after this. But it's also something you can start separately from self-improvement. That process, the process that I just described should help you ease some of those doubts and fears you feel about personal development. Some people have a fear of personal development. They're, they're afraid it won't work. They're afraid it will work. Yeah, fear of success is, is real. We have uh, we wonder what it's going to do to our relationships. What What's it going to do to us in our life that we're accustomed to, even if it's uncomfortable, if and when we make positive change. But I got to tell you, you, you can't worry about the fear of success. Be more concerned. If you're going to have a fear, let it be the fear of failure. Let's move on. Number two. Your inner circle matters. Wow, we talk about this a whole lot. Who do you spend the majority of your time with? The company you keep can heavily influence you. And that can be in either in a positive or a negative way. If you spend your time with Debbie Downers, then there's a good chance you're going to turn into something of a Debbie Downer yourself. If you are constantly surrounded by positive patties, then it stands to reason you're going to start being a more positive person. Moods are contagious. Think about it. Have you ever worked somewhere that everyone's on tender hooks waiting to see what mood the boss is in? If the boss breezes in and with a good morning, everyone, 
everyone breathes a sigh of relief and it's a normal day. If that boss storms in with a face of thunder, wow, the mood in the entire building shifts. Your inner circle has that much sway with you and if they're negative, miserable, or unkind, then they are going to stimulate those fears, doubts, and apprehensions you feel about personal development, that you feel about yourself. Moreover, they might want to hold you back because they don't want to be left behind with by your growth. Let, let's face it. The more positive you do, the more you're around positive people. It's also true that the more we're, we or they are reminded of our faults or our, our own lack of self-growth. But we, we got to use other people's growth as a positivity. We, we got to know that uh, just by the fact that they can lift themselves up, so can you. You know, it, it's like a bucket of crabs. And I urge you to get online and watch this because it it's really is a true phenomenal, a phenomenon. If you look at a bucket of crabs, most of the time, if a crab tries to escape the bucket, tries to get out, be free, make a change. The other crabs in the bucket are going to grab them and pull them back in. Well, that's the way our, our centers of influence, our circle is, our inner circle. They're either going to pull you into positivity or they're going to pull you into negativity. It, it really does work that way. What you want in your inner circle is people who lift you up, encourage you, motivate you, pick you up when you fall, brush you off, and run a, a, alongside you, cheering you on when you need it the most. It's very important to your journey in overcoming fear, doubt, and apprehension to have that strong social network that's going to support you through anything, the good, the bad, the ugly. And it isn't a one-way street, of course. You should be that kind of person to your inner circle as well. Strong, positive relationships can be few and far between, they're, and they're very important. So when you have them, nurture them. Those are the people that will be with you always. And it's beneficial to you and your personal development and your mental and physical health to take care of those relationships. Listen, you don't want to be the negative person that gets dropped from somebody from a positive person's inner circle. You, you just don't want to be that person. You want them to want you in their circle just as much as you want and need them into yours. Number three, avoid making comparisons. You cannot rely on other people to make your decisions, nor can you expect them to steer you in the right direction. The only person who knows which direction is right for you is you. Your personal development journey is your own, and only you know what is right for you. Now, yes, you can get advice, you can get some mentoring, and you need to take that into consideration, but at the end of the day, it's up to you whether you follow that advice, because only you really know for sure. Now, with that being said, you cannot grow without making some comparisons. It doesn't matter what your next door neighbor is doing. It doesn't matter what your siblings, best friends, or even your arch nemesis is up to either. 
Their judgment of you does not matter. Their accomplishments do not matter. And if you think they do, you will always feel inadequate because, listen, there's always going to be somebody more successful. There's always going to be somebody better looking, somebody in better shape, somebody more positive. And and if you allow yourself, because of comparison, to start feeling inadequate, that inadequacy will eventually immerse you into fear, doubt, and apprehension. You know, I keep on repeating those words, but that's what we're talking about. And and in the next series, we're going to just work on you moving forward so much and so focused on improvement that you're not going to have room for any fear, doubt apprehension in your in your life and in your thought process and we're not going to have those three things weighing you down just imagine if you don't have those three things weighing you down just imagine how much faster you're going to grow imagine what you can grow into listen success is not a carbon copy of someone else's success it's different for everyone and you are the person to deter to define what success means to you. I mean, you can be in the same career, you can be going after the same goals, but at the end of the finish line, my ideal of success could be extremely different than yours. And yes, there is a thing called mirroring, which is very important. We do need to look at what the most successful people do, and we do need to do as much of it as possible that makes sense in our situation. You know, you have a wide variety of talents, skills and abilities already to walk the right path and you need to develop those. Too often times we're so busy putting ourselves down and we're looking at somebody that we perceive or actually is at times better than us or more successful than us at something. And we do this comparison game And we let that comparison steal our joy. And that's not what you want for your life. Just remember, you are unique and you are capable of facing your fears. You just have to be willing to do it. You have to make up your mind to do it. Always remember, personal development doesn't look the same for everyone. And if you constantly compare yourself, you are likely to sleep you know, slip into that self-hate and resentment mode. That's going to hold you back even more. Use yourself as a marker for your growth. Okay, maybe you look at who's the best in your industry or your sport, or you look at somebody who's already accomplished or doing a better job of accomplishing what you want to. That's great. And you may even... Your action plan may even include some of their activities. You may have learned from their mistakes. But at the end of the day, the most successful people, they they use their self as the marker for their growth. They get up every day with the goal of being at least a little bit better than they were the day before. It's important to know your numbers. It's important to know your stats. If you know your activities, the good, the bad, and the ugly, then it's easier to make those daily improvements, even those hourly improvements. That's that's the real key. Compete against yourself on a daily basis. Wake up tomorrow with the goal 
to be better than you were today. Now let's move on. I, I don't want to keep you here all day. Number four, practice self-care. How can you beat fear, doubt, and apprehension? Those three words again about personally developing yourself when you lack confidence, feel low, and unloved. Self-care is imperative to human success. How can you expect others to care about you if you don't care about yourself? You have to look after yourself daily to ensure you are at your best. Think of the airplane analogy I use quite a bit. When, when they're doing the safety check and they get to the part, if the oxygen mask drops, they tell you put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then help others. That's a very key principle to life. Very important. Self-care. If you want to do a better job of taking care of others, make sure you're doing a better job of taking care of yourself. When you love yourself, when you're taking care of yourself, there's very little room for those three words, doubt, fear, and apprehension. A lot of people slip into anger and self-hate in response to their self-doubt. They're just mad at themselves for whatever. You know, they beat themselves up and beating yourself up to move forward will only push you further backwards. You got to be positive about moving forward. Yes, you need to kick yourself in the butt mentally and physically every now and then. But by and large, this needs to go back to that why. It needs to be a positive determined drive. That doesn't mean it's going to be easy. That doesn't mean you take it easy on yourself. It just means that you're not always putting yourself down. You're not always telling yourself how bad you suck. Instead, aim for kind, constructive, motivational self-talk. That's going to do a better job of overriding all the negative self-talk that's dragging you down. Now, self-care, just like self-improvement, looks different for everyone. But the basics are the same for all of us. You have to eat well, get enough sleep, and hydrate. You've got to take care of yourself, spirit, soul, and body, because that's what we're made up of. You, you've got to forgive yourself faster. Like I said, we've got to use this self-talk. You have to build your self-care regime to fit your personality and lifestyle. You've got to know what you can do to flip the switch and turn into self-compassion when you feel self-criticism coming on. Now, some people, it's high-intensity exercise. Some people, it's the flip of the coin, and it's uh, a good massage, a day at the spa. Some people, it's um, being with others. Others, it's being by yourself and putting on that music, that show, reading that book that really can change your mood and emotions. But you need to know what that is. You need to know when you need a good laugh. You need to know when you need a big cry. And men, listen to me. There are times that yes, you, you big macho alpha, alpha males, need a really good, long dehydration cry. It's one of the best therapies out there. Now, don't do it often, 
don't get hooked on it. But I can tell you, there's times in our life, the thing that's holding us back is denial and, and not allowing ourselves to release that emotional buildup. Okay, I, I suffer from help. I'm talking and I can't shut up. I got to stay on track. There's 15 of these and we're only getting to number five. Be consistent. In fact, to tell you what I'm going to do, I, I'm going to stop at five. I'm going to break these down into three, five segments. So I'm going to, this will be the last one. And then we'll cover five in the next and the last five in the next. Be consistent. Number five. Okay. Right now, you may not have a plan in place and you might not have a strong ideal about the logistics of making things happen in your life. In other words, you may not have goals and action steps to accomplish those goals. And if you do, you might not even be committed to them. If that's the case, you need to start immediately by taking a, just a single, a single step forward towards something that you have fear, doubt, and apprehension about. I, I hope by the time you get finished with this series that you're going to do everything possible to make sure that you don't have to think about or hear or read about fear, doubt, and apprehension. So I'm going to repeat it over and over. I, I want you to get sick and tired of those words. And then I want you to be over sick and tired and never be sick and tired again. Now listen, what you need to do, what, what that little step moving forward is, you know, it, it can be anything. Though it would be very helpful if it was directly related to your desire for personal growth and self-improvement, whatever that, that is on your list. Having said that, taking a step towards something that terrifies you that's an act of personal growth all and in itself. Sometimes I, I give this advice, tell you to take a single step forward towards your dreams, your goals, and, and people look for the easiest, uh, most fulfilling, happiest, less painful, temporary self-gratifying thing they can find. If you're really serious about overcoming fear and doubt, apprehension. Yeah, those three words one more time. Sometimes you need to take a step forward that just really petrifies you. There's a saying that it's the start that stops most people. Well, look at it this way. If you take care of worst first and get the hardest steps out of the way, you're left with the easiest steps. Go uphill first. Then you can cruise downhill. A lot of people want to go downhill first because it's easier, faster. And, and what are they left with? Uphill grind. Don't be that person. You know, just by the fact that you're, you're still listening to this tells me that there's a voice in the back of your mind and it's telling you to go out and do something. So if you are stalling and ignoring that voice, It's going to get quieter. If you fight that voice and you don't give in to it, that voice that's telling you don't do this, the voice that keeps on reminding you of your fears, if you ignore it, it does get softer and quieter. And eventually, by replacing it with the positive, 
you'll be able to drown that out altogether. One of the reasons we hold back is a fear of vulnerability. The ideal that we expose our wants and wishes and risk failure uh, in front of other people so, and they see their flaws, it can be paralyzing. Again, there's only one cure for that, and that's to get started. Give yourself permission to fail. Don't care about what other, what other people say or think. Guess what? Most of the time, get over yourself. They're not actually thinking about you. They're wrapped up in their own doubts, their own fears, their own apprehensions. They're, they're over there worrying about what you're thinking about them while you're over here worried about what they're thinking about you. And you're both ending up with paralysis by analysis. Get started. Guess what? We're all human. We all have flaws. We all make mistakes. So do this. Set yourself three small goals and think about what you want to achieve. Why you want to achieve them. Remember, that's that rocket fuel, that stick, that super glue, that, that focus, that why. And know and think about what you need to make it happen. Having strategies, having a plan and working that plan, being consistent will make life much easier. We really do need to set goals with well thought out, educated action plans. We, we need to make a strong commitment to those goals with the attitude, yes, we're going to get up every day and follow through no matter what it takes, the good, the bad, the ugly. These goals give you direction. And if you keep experiencing fear or self-doubt, you, you, you're probably not going to find your true purpose. But if you experience this fear or self-doubt and, and you know that it's temporary, you know that if you keep on doing these 15 things we're talking about, you're, you're going to fight back and overcome it. You're going to find out that it does get easier. Your body, your mind, your emotions, they, they do respond quicker. Now, even if you don't actively pursue some type of personal improvement, some type of self-improvement or personal development, even just by confronting your fears and, and setting these goals and working towards them without taking the actions needed to make yourself better, which will help you uh, achieve your goals better, you know, you're still going to evolve as a human. I mean, it, it's much better to learn how to overcome fear and self-doubt and put yourself in a positive circle and not worry about what other people think and everything we've covered in these first five areas and still not get up every day and work on your goals or not have goals than to continually let all areas of your life suck. Look, you're not the same person you were five years ago. You know, real, really, you're not the same person you were yesterday or last week or last month. And if you break it down into the most minute levels, even on a cellular level, you're not going to be the same person tomorrow or next month or five weeks or, or five months or five years from now that you are now. Don't you want to have some control over how you evolve? Well, that's what personal development is. Anyway, that's one through five.
I'm going to stop like I said I would. Next episode, we're going to start with six, facing your fears. In the meantime, hang tough, stay strong, and remain clip-proof. This is Dr. Reg. Looking forward to spending more time with you soon.